Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm Mitch Lewis from Form Guy Breakdowns and this is the first official release of the Form Guy Breakdown podcast. Uh, obviously it's a brand new podcast so not exactly sure what it will look and sound like by the time we've found our groove but it's definitely something that's going to develop and change as we grow. So let's see, but to start, what I'm probably going to do is I'm just going to work my way through a Saturday South Australian meeting. Um, It just gives me an opportunity to sort of talk through races in a bit more detail than what I can put up on the website. So we'll work our way through each of the races on the program. Um, At the end, I'll do a recap on some of my better bets, and I'll also talk through a quaddy. So let's get into it kick off this meeting it's a very solid meeting 10 race meeting for the start of the south australian group one carnival um the meeting's headlined by the listed redelva stakes and the group three Irwin stakes so races that are generally lead ups and indicators for say your sankster and your goodwood um it's one of these dual track meetings, so the conditions are probably going to change. Um, the first seven races will be run on the Morfittville Parks track, the inner track. So obviously it's a little bit tighter that turn, and generally it favours leaders a little bit more. Um, the rail's in the true there, so it's pretty straight up and down track for us to work with. Um, then we're going to move out onto the course proper for the feature races. The... Meeting last weekend was on the course proper and the rail was in the same position. So there's been a little bit of wear on those inner lanes which could cause us a little bit of a headache. But the rail is going to be plus 8 metres from the 1200 to the winning post and then 5 metres the remainder. So like I said, that's probably going to be where it's a little bit trickier when we move on to that course proper. But we'll just have to play it by year and see what it looks like. Um, soft 5, I've done the form 4, just hoping... To soft five now, hoping it stays at that level. So we'll see. But what we're going to do now is like, let's get into it. Let's work our way through each of these ten races. All right, race one. So this is one that I'm probably keen to have a little bet on today. Um, number one, Jenkins for the Stokes Yard and for Gary Lowe on board. Um, hits this race third up today with some good fitness under his belt now. He's placed in his other two runs this prep. Both of them probably weren't over his ideal trip, so now he gets out to the 1550, which is definitely much more ideal for him. Gives him a little bit more time just to get himself going late. I've mapped him settling about midfield. I don't want him to get any worse than midfield, otherwise I think he's going to have a little bit of trouble. So his last couple of races this prep, he has been settling midfield, so we'll just go on trust and believe he's going to put himself in the right position for us. Next pick, I've got number two, Eagle Lou. Um, Had a pretty consistent prep. He went on a run there where he had four starts, all finishing second in a row. His last start fourth when he sort of just pushed himself forwards a little bit more into the running. Um, I don't think that affected him too much. He's an honest customer, so I've got him there as my second pick. I think he'll run well. Uh, And then V-Rod's going to close out my selections. Broke through for his maiden last start in pretty good fashion. This is obviously harder now, but sometimes when they break their maiden, they can sort of get on a run of form and go on with them. So he closes out race one for us. Moving on to race two, with number three, Clubell for Richard and Chantel Jolly and Jake Toroke on board. This is the easiest race he has found himself in this prep. Uh, dropping in grade today, 
He's got barrier five, so we know he likes to push forwards, put himself in the running. I think he's just going to get a much softer run than what he's found in other races this prep, so he's much better suited here today. If he gets the run soft up front, I think he'll take a fair bit of catching, and he looks really good type for this sort of level, so I expect him to be pretty hard to beat. Number 11, Tosin Waters, my next pick. He's, he was well-backed when he won at Gawler last start. Only very lightly raced. This is his third career run. And this is obviously a step up in grade, but he showed a little bit of talent through his debut race and then his second race where he won. So he's one to keep an eye on going forwards, but I suggest he's going to be around the mark as well. And then number four, six foot one, is going to close out my picks. Um, has placed in all three starts this prep. This is a slightly tougher race than the last few he's contested, but he is in good form, and he'll give himself every chance from the front. So he's one to keep an eye on as well. Moving on to race three. It's a pretty tough race, this one. Wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do with it, uh, but I've put number two designs on top, the Victorian visitor for the Freedmans. Look, he's a bit one pace, but he has come across the year before to Morphaville and run some pretty good races. He's second up today and rising to the 1950, which are much better ideal conditions for him. Uh, he was first up over the 1600 and just found him a little bit sharp there. So much better suited here with a bit more fitness under his belt. Uh, I think he's just going to smack away and he'll be around the finish. So he's one that I think you can put on top. But like I said, I'm not huge confidence in this race. Uh, next is number five, Rialta for the Padmans. Comes in, into this race after a tough win in the Panola Cup. Um, we've been with him a couple times this prep. I'm definitely a big fan of the horse. Just the little query I had on him was him now coming up to the 1950 for the first time. The Panola Cup was a very, very heavy track, and he had to do a power of work late to sort of hold him off. So I'm just not sure how much that would have taken out of his legs. Uh, that's my only query, but... I'd say on Saturday, if you're seeing money for him around the yard, uh, he's probably looking in good condition. So the mounting yard's probably one that you want to keep an eye on him. That is my only knock on him. He's definitely a talented type. It's just whether or not how much he got knocked about in that last race. To close out the picks in this race, I'm number 11, Silent Sorrente. Um, it's current race fave. She gets up to the 1950. It's a trip that looks like it's really going to suit her. Um, she's in well at the weights, and I think she's going to have a big finish on her, so she'll be one to look out for late in the running. Now on to race four. Look, it's another little tricky race here, probably not one I'm super keen to have a bet in. Thought number three, Reckoning, is bringing across some good form from Victoria. He looked to have a lot to give in his last run, but did encounter a fair bit of bad luck. So he's drawn the exact same barrier. So that's a little bit of query, but I would just like to think that they could be a little bit more positive on him today and put him in that midfield position and just not snag him back too far. And if that's the case and he finds clear running space, I think he's the one in this race that's probably going to have that extra little bit of class about him. Uh, second pick... With number four, Yuri Royale. So he was pretty disappointing last week when he went around. He blew the star and never really looked a chance after he missed that kick. So they've backed him up quickly here today. And they've also booked a senior jockey, Todd Panawan, which I think is a pretty positive move and an indicator of what they want to do with him. He's fourth up now. So he's had two other fourth up starts in his career, both for wins. So that's a good little indicator about where he gets to when he gets fit. So he's peaking in that fitness now. He's definitely one to look out for. 
And then to close out the picks, number nine, Unlaced. Uh, dropping in grades, uh, was second up here as well. So this is a much easier race, much better conditions for her. Um, she's had two wins from her three other starts over this exact same track and distance. So she'll put herself up on the speed and definitely make a race of it. So I wouldn't be surprised to see her run a good race at some decent odds. Moving on now to race five. Interesting race, one that I'm probably considering having a little two play on. Um, I've got number five starts with Hello on top for the Jollies again. I think in his last, uh, he just found the 1600 a little bit too much for him. So they've pulled him back to the 1400 metres now. He's also just had a little let up just to freshen him up, I think, which is going to be beneficial after that other run. Look, he'll push forwards. If he races like what he did in a similar race two back when he had the win, I think he's going to be pretty hard to catch. So I've got him marked at about the $3 mark, and he's currently sitting at about that 270 280. So he's one that I just want to watch in the market to see what I want to do with him yet. Um, if he gets out to three, I think he's a bet, but if he's going to play under that, I'm not super sure. Um, so that moves us on to our next pick, number nine, Fillets. So Fillets was pretty disappointing last start at Strath. I think if you go through the Stewart's report, he had some excuses. He had a slow recovery rate, I believe it was. So he was heavily, heavily back to that day after he had a good first up win. So He's definitely got the talent by the looks of that. And when you get market support like that as well, you know that he's doing something right. So forgive him on that last run. He's currently around $7. I reckon you can have a little bet on him just to find out how good he actually is without losing too much here. So I look, I want to see what he was going to do. But yeah, I'm a fan of that horse. And if he runs up to his first up run, he's definitely going to be competitive in this. We just need to see it. Closing out the picks then, we've got number 12, Pink Beauty. Uh, dropping in grade today after a fourth at Oakbank. She was made to do some extra work early in that Oakbank race from a wide barrier, which didn't really help her out that day. Um, she's drawn in barrier one today, so she'll likely push forwards and she's going to put herself in a super position. So she closes out our picks in that race. All right, moving on now to race six. This is the listed Nitschke stakes over the 1,400 metres. So now that we're starting to get to the business end of this program, I'm with number six, Royal Merchant, for the Mark Eustace team. Um, she's rarely run a bad race in her career. She was second two starts ago at Group 2 level. So that's a pretty good form line coming into a race like this. Uh, she's going to get in super at the weights, and she maps to push forwards and take control of this race from the front. So she's definitely going to put herself in a good position. I think she's got the strongest form lines coming into the race. I think she's going to be pretty hard to beat. And I've got her marked as my best bet. Next pick in that race is number 10, Billy Bronx. Look, Billy Bronx went around in the clear Lindop Stakes last time and finished way back in the field. You can forgive her for that run. She pulled up lame, so you could probably just put a line through that race. Prior to that, she's had two career wins. So she's definitely got some good talent. She's a massive price, so... I think she's around the $20 mark. She's, she could have a tiny little throw at her just to be sure, but if you see any market moves for her, she'd be one to keep an eye on because they did come for her in that clear Lindop Stakes, and that was a pretty good race, and she was well within the market then. So if there is some money about for her, that's probably going to be a pretty good sign that she's back in good form. Close out the picks in this race, number seven, Prairie Flower. We were with her last weekend. She's on the quick back up here. 
Um, look, she's an honest type. The only knock I sort of had on her was maybe the 1400 is a bit too much for her, but she's a tough type. She'll put in an honest effort, so she closes out our picks in this race. All right, race seven now, the City of Adelaide Handicap. Going with another jolly horse, actually, and I love the setup for him. He's another one of my better vets, number seven, Saskatoon. This race is going to be really interesting. I think a lot depends on the map. I've got three or four that are going to put a fair bit of speed into the race, I think. So that's Ayrton, No Name Lane, and Morvada. I think that's really going to set up Saskatoon nicely from barrier three. He could probably just camp off that, let all of that speed unfold out in front of him, um, and hopefully just run over the top of him late. He's he's undefeated in two other starts over this same 1,400 metres on the Morfittville Parks. And his overall record over the 1,400 metres, he's had four starts for three wins and a second. So he's got a lot in his favour here today. He's got a good barrier. He's on his ideal distance. If the race is run how I expect it to be run, I believe he's probably going to just be every chance to run over the top of them or sneak through there. So he won't let him get too far ahead of him and he'll be pretty strong late. So we're with him. Next pick we're going to go with number one, Ayrton. So he's obviously the classiest horse in this field. He rates the highest as well. Look, his best is definitely good enough to take account of this field. It's just the little knock I had on him was he's got to come from a wide barrier. And he sort of tends to run his worst races when he's put under a fair bit of pressure. And I think he will find that pressure in this race today. I'd be a lot more confident if he was drawn on the inside of some of the speed, but he's drawn on the outside of all that speed. So... I'm not sure exactly where he's going to get in the run, but I, I think he's going to get out wide, which I think that is going to be the query on him. Close out the picks in this race. Number three, No Name Lane. Tends to find his best form after he gets a few runs under his belt, so he's third up here today. Look, he's one to just keep an eye on. He'll push forwards, put himself in a good position. Uh, if the track's wet, it's going to be beneficial for him. He likes just to have a little bit of sting out of the ground. So if there is some rain about or there is some rain that comes... I think you could play him with a little bit more confidence, but we'll just have to wait and see what it's like on the day. Right, race eight now, the Redelva. I'm going with number five, I'm Loving You, for the Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. stable uh, as my each-way value play of the day. Look... She's already a listed level winner. Um, she was very smart in her last prep, placing at some listed and group level races as well. So she's got that black type about her. She's resuming here today. I would say that they're aiming her at the Sankster in two weeks' time. Um, but she's coming in to this on the back of two very smart trials, and she won them both. So she looks in good fashion for me. I, I look, I think... If they're aiming her at the Sankster, she'll run a, run a good race here, and I believe that she is capable of doing that. She looks like she's developed a little bit more than what she had in the last sort of prep, so she's definitely one that I think at $8 and two sixty currently can run you a pretty good race for your money. So I'm loving you there. It's going to be our each-way value player today. We're going to move on to the next pick, number three, Renosu. Uh, second last start at Flemington behind a smart-looking type. Prior to that, he was a winner in New South Wales. His best form is good enough to win this. And he has got that little touch of extra class about him. He's just going to come out of the wide barrier, which is a little bit of a concern for me. I know it's out of the shoot start, but with the rail out this much, 
he, he's just vulnerable at it to find himself in a sticky position, I believe. So he's going to have to be sharp early to get across him from that wide barrier. Certainly capable of doing it, but at his price, it's probably just a little bit of a risk. Rounding out this race, number eight, Grey River. Probably the best of the locals, in my opinion. She had a really good prep last prep. She won the first two races, and then she went across to Victoria and ran in two strong listed level races, Flemington and at Caulfield. She was second in one of them as well, so she's definitely capable of a race like this. Uh, we just, I'm not exactly sure how she's going to turn out first up, but she's definitely be one to follow going forwards. Pretty open race. I wouldn't be surprised to see others like Dual press down or Seven Veils to run well either. Um, but that's why I think you're getting a good price about I'm loving you in a very open race. I think it's definitely worth that little gamble. So we'll see how that goes. Um, race nine now, the feature Group 3 Irwin Stakes. I'm going to put number two in the boat on top. Hey, look, he's just an out-and-out speed machine. He's going to push forward. You know what he's going to do. He's going to lead him up. Um, what's been getting him? So he's finished second in both his other races this prep. He's just sort of been run over the top of late. Uh, he's third up now, so I think that little bit of added fitness is going to be the key to him today to be able to finish this race off strongly. He is a previous third up winner in other preps, so you know that he, he can get that fitness under his belt. He can be a little bit harder to catch, and this Morphville track can favour leaders just that little bit more, which might help him out. So I believe he's going to get the lead quite softly. Uh, and if no one really wants to go with him and they give him his own way out fr- in front, I think they'll find him very hard to catch. Next pick, number 10, another award, the local. who She wasn't far away from the winner's last start when she was 1.2 lengths fourth behind the winner uh, at a listed race. She made up good ground on the winners that day and was particularly impressive considering she had to carry 60 kilos of the top weight in that race. So she comes right back down in weights today. She'll only carry 56 and a half. So she gets that little bit of weight off her back. I think that's going to help her produce the big finish that we know she possesses. If she finds a bit of clear running space in the straight, she's definitely one you're going to have to look out for because she does have that big finish. Um, And she has previously run well at group one level. So definitely capable in this grade. Uh, And then closing out the picks is the Cummings horse, Kalos. He's a classy runner from a super stable. Um, he's won two in a row now, both down the Flemington Strait. It's probably the only knock I had on him. He's, he's another one that's got a wide barrier, and he looks like he does his best work down the straight. So coming around the bend in a wide position, I'm not sure how much he will love it, but he definitely is a classy runner who needs to be included. Right, our final race for today, number race 10. Very open race. The current favourite is $7.50, so that's just showing you how open this field is. And we're going to be with that favourite, number 11, Endlessly, for the Stokes team. So Endlessly drops down in grade today. Her last start, she went around in the listed railway at Oakbank. Um, look, she had to deal with a wide barrier that day. I think she came out of 11, and she kind of got stuck out wide, and then she had to sort of try to duck back into the middle of the track, which isn't the ideal ground. So considering all that, she did stick on pretty well for fifth in a hot race. So coming back down to a race at this level now, she's much better suited to this. Um, I think she'll be a big improver in the easier race. And she does get in well at the weights and gets a nice barrier. So she's one that I think could definitely improve in an easier race. Uh, Next one is 
Number one, Larkham uh, comes out of that same railway at Oak Bank. Uh, look, Larkham had to finish 10th, has a few lengths to make up to catch endlessly probably. Um, but I thought he is a chance considering he's here on the Morpherville Parks track. Um, clearly his favourite track. He's had seven of his, sorry, six of his career wins have come on this track. Um, so, you know, oh, sorry, track and trip. So he definitely loves it here at Morpherville Parks. Uh, will it help him make up that extra ground? I'm not sure, but two starts back, he did run a big race here. So, look, he's definitely capable if he turns up. Potentially, he just didn't handle Oak Bank, so he'll be an improver today. And then closing out the picks for this race, number 18, Shooting Stars. We were with her at Oak Bank. She was hugely disappointing. Um, she trialled the house down and then went nowhere. Uh, I believe in the Stewart's report there was an issue there, so we can probably forgive her. Look, I'm expecting to see something better of her. I think she's better than what we've seen, so she should be a likely improver. Uh, so that'll be one to follow. All right, we'll close out today with best bets and a quaddy. I think what I'll do is I'll probably just get up the quaddy numbers first before I go through the best bets. So remember the quaddy's starting in race seven today. So we'll kick that off. And our picks are as follows. Uh, one, Ayrton. Three, No Name Lane. Six, My Khalifa. And seven, Saskatoon. Leg two, we're going to go three, Renosu, Four, Duel. Five, I'm loving you. Seven, press down. And eight, Grey River. On the third leg, we're with one, Kalos. Two, in the boat. Nine, Serides. Ten, another award. And 12, Gaze Gree, who's at a rough price, but does run a good race at a big price sometimes. Uh, and then the final leg, we're with one, Larkham. 5, Hong Bao, 11, Endlessly, and 18, Shooting for Stars. Right, best bets, ones that I'm keen to probably play in are race 1, number 1, Jenkins. Race 2, number 3, Club L. Race 6, number 6, Royal Merchant. That's my best bet of the day. Race 7, Number seven, Saskatoon, and we'll go race eight, number five. I'm loving you as the each way value play of the day. So that sums all that up. Hopefully that was clear. Thank you again for listening. Like I said, it's something that will develop and change as we go, but hopefully that points you in the right direction. So fingers crossed, let's see, and we'll catch up with you next week. And uh, remember, if you're having a gamble this weekend, to always gamble responsibly. And remember, what are you really gambling with? If you or someone you know is having a problem, call the Gambling Helpline on 1-800-858-858.